0: Yes. I What's agree. going on, guys? Welcome back into It's Call Football. My name is Otis.
1: <laughs> My name is Jose, and uh, we've got a lot to get through. Finally, the uh, Premier League quote-unquote winter break is over. Um, a lot of things have happened, <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you want to sponsor us and have your beverage in here, in this lovely mug that you cannot purchase because we don't have anymore <laughs>
0: for all the non uh for all the audio listeners out there we have some mugs in that yes. uh that have our logo on it
1: yeah. <laughs> which you know a logo that might change any second yeah. now but yeah. you know yeah. we're, we're making moves yeah
0: so go ahead and continue yes yeah,
1: so we're gonna go ahead and round out um the trending news that happened before we move on to
0: Okay, <laughs>
1: Otis literally just left the, sh- the set, and now he's doing the dishes? Is that what you're
0: doing? I'm back. I was turning the dishwasher off. Okay. So for all the audio listeners who don't know, we record in my kitchen, and the dishwasher was running for some reason, so I had to turn that off so you guys wouldn't hear that in the background. So let's just
1: cut to the chase. Uh, Training news from the past week. Uh, I think you've got big news to cover. I think you probably know more about it than most.
0: Um... Don't know about, them, but well, well, yeah, I guess since I'm More a city fan. Mean. Yeah, so UEFA have, through their independent uh, investigation uh, committee, have come out and, and decided to strike down a pretty serious punishment on Man City uh, for breaches in FFP. What those breaches are exactly, I would still love to see. Um, but the punishment is a two-year ban and a 30 million euro fine. Thirty million euros, I mean that's piss water to city. But the two years the two year Champions League ban is pretty hefty, pretty fucking serious, a little ridiculous, kinda laughable. I mean mean, two years Here's the thing.
1: You you do say it's laughable, whatever. How do we know if to my understanding we don't have the exact report of what happened, as far as like the specifics about the financial fair play breach
0: yeah i mean um we don't have the exact full-length report that was that um obviously you know you would right exactly um but what we do know is that essentially essentially we're getting this ban for spending i think like 20 something million over something like that so signing Wilfred Boney, basically because we Dang. signed him for twenty. Okay, so it
1: goes back that far. Yes, Yeah. So there's oh, okay. talks
0: of uh, there's talks of taking away the twenty fourteen title. There's talks of taking away the twenty eighteen title. There's wow. talks of points deductions this season. So I think there's a lot of stuff flying around. How true any of it really is, I think we'll have to wait and see. Um, I if you you can approach any city fan, uh, any city fan that's actually been following what's going on. None of us are worried. None of us are worried because one, this entire investigation is extremely biased. The guy who lead who led this investigation came out before it even started and said, "This is what I'm going to find. This is going to be the punishment." So he he was he basically already had it set up in his mind that this is this is how it was going to be. It wasn't a uh, impartial um, jury. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It was uh, investigated by UEFA, then presented. To UEFA, so it, basically there was there was no actual. Um, what, what do I want to? How do I want to say this? There was no actual, not justice, but um, it wasn't fair. There was no fair trial, if you will. Okay. So that's why City is now Bias. going to yeah, it's extremely biased. So City is now going to the court of arbitration for sport and appealing this, which is why, and I think it'll get overturned. Completely. Uh, yeah, I think the maybe the final stand. But I think the ban from the Champions League would get overturned.
1: So here's my question. Of course, it's well publicized that if uh, City are banned from the Champions League and end in one of the traditional Champions League spots in the Premier League, that the 5th place team will go ahead and take that spot. And the Europa League positions could extend all the way down to 8th place. Now, if this whole appeals process, if all of this goes... Into next season, which is very possible, considering how um, how long legal proceedings take, are City able to play in next year's Champions
0: League? If we're going through the appeals process, yes, okay. we will still be able to. The only way we won't be able to is if the ban is upheld. Yeah. But if we're appealing it, we'll still be able to play. So interesting. It, it's going to be really and, interesting. Uh, oh no! It's it's extremely interesting. And I think this is a warning to you. See how you wait for treat City. UEFA treats city like like criminals for putting money into their own organization. Then you have then you have then you have guys like the Glazers and Stan Kroenke and all these uh, what's his name the dude from Newcastle who are consistently pulling money out of their clubs and damaging them. UEFA do fuck all about that. Now I'm not saying that you should be able to just put in billions and billions of dollars, but who? But my question is how is UEFA gonna come? and question how much um, a sponsorship should actually be worth. There's no precedent for that at all, ever. This is the first time they've ever done it. This is the first time they've ever come in and say, no, we don't believe that that sponsorship is worth that much. nobodys They've never done that with another team in the history of the organization.
1: I mean, there's going to be a first for everything. Before we deflect um, onto other issues, like you have correctly pointed out, the Glazers, Cronkies, etc., um, Mike Ashley... I want to see exact. I we need to see the full report because I totally hear what you're saying about bias uh, against city. However, completely, you know, away from this, you're in a biased position as well as a fan of the club. Mm-hmm. So I want to see impartially what the findings were, how they broke things down, and you know, as two people who are pretty interested in finance and the um, business and corporate side of sports ventures and clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, franchises, I think it's really interesting um, because, like you're saying, this could be the example made for other teams like Aston Villa, like Chelsea, who have had notorious past of you know tinkering that line. But that's my thoughts on it.
0: I mean, even Man United tinkered that line. You go back and look at the 100%. point where they were investigating. Man United have still spent more money than City in that time frame that UEFA is investigating. So it's like well, you're picking and choosing. You you're really I, picking and choosing.
1: Again, I don't have these numbers, but I don't think it's picking and choosing depending on, you know, what net revenue was, what outgoings were, you know, there's more to it than just some money spent. No, 100%. I don't think they would go to these lengths if it was just about money spent because, like you said, there are other teams that have spent more.
0: 100%. But, I mean, at the same time, like people would be like oh you guys bought you know 5 or 6 players in one window all above this certain price tag but look how many players also went out in that window we bought 5 but but 9 went out you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah and
1: i think you're referencing to uh the one of pep the past second, like,
0: three yeah pep second season windows, when yes. when Mindy, bernardo all those guys came in we had like nine players leave but
1: that's it. and i hear that because arsenal has done the very same thing over the past few years but that's not the only thing that this UEFA report's about. If this is going all the way back to the twenty fourteen title, so I think I totally hear your valid points. But there's more going on here that we can only speculate at until that full report's out. That being said, to your other point, there definitely should be something done about the Glazers and you know, uh, owners using their clubs as. Uh, Basically, as a septic tank for, I don't know, I don't want to say it. They're basically just draining the money out for their own personal profits. And I just don't think in the spirit of sport, in the spirit of what sport has been over centuries, I just don't think that's right.
0: I don't either. But if you look at the position that the governing bodies take on that specific topic, it's, oh, it's your business. How are we going to tell you what to do with it until you decide to put money into it? Then we're going to tell you what to do with it. But
1: I mean, hold on, hold on. There are rules also set in place. No, one hundred. What can be inferred is that city may have breached some of those rules. It's not just because no, they're targeting city. So, so Citi.
0: let me let me clarify a little bit. City definitely in the past have breached FFP rules. One hundred percent, without a doubt. We paid a forty-five million euro fine for it. Now they're going back on top of that. That's what a lot of people are upset about.
1: But we're talking about several instances here instead of just the one that you were fined 45 mil for, right?
0: No, they're going back, they're going back, uh, to the 2014, which is when, when we did breach some FFP rules due to uh, the fact that they changed the laws and we had already spent the money. So it was, I mean, we were gonna break the rules no matter what, you know what I'm saying?
1: It doesn't mean you didn't still break them,
0: no, no, but what I'm saying is we broke the law, we broke the rule. We paid our fine.
1: Are you saying it's more of a double jeopardy kind of thing?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm saying, yeah, they're double dipping. Like, you, you're going back. You're opening up these books for what?
1: Yeah. That full report will tell us, you know. This gives me a very um, American politics vibe here, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about that situation specifically?
0: Um, not necessarily. Not until, until some more, more uh, information comes out from UEFA and City. What I will say though is that um Khaldun, the CEO of City, has come out. He came out last year when all this was going on. He said we'd rather spend thirty million dollars on, you know, the fifty best lawyers and spending ten years in court than take this reputation damage from UEFA. So expect this, a, expect to see a, a, a full on battle on both sides.
1: Yeah. I I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, because, again, it's all speculation until the reports actually come out. And they will be made public at some point as the appeals process continues. Um, what I want to know is how do you think this affects Pep's ability to stay at City? Do players continue to come in at the rate that they have? Or do they say, well, let's say Kevin De Bruyne, first next contract. Does he want to be at a place where he may not be able to play Champions League?
0: Um, so, a couple of points on this. One, I mean, when you say at the rate that they have, we signed five players in one window, and then we really haven't done much other than Riyad Mars after that.
1: Yes. What I mean is still a lot of incomings. I understand what you're saying. They've been spread out, whatever. is still a lot of top-tier incomings. Uh, is the transfer strategy going to have to change, or are you not going to be able to attract these top, top players if Pep leaves and there's this cloud looming over
0: i'm not concerned about that mainly because i think pep is pep is going to leave anyway you know whether there's a Champions league ban in place or not pep is going to leave um i still think we'd be able to track a top top players i think if you start talking about the caliber of players like killing mbappe you know koulibaly who's later in his career i don't think first of all we're not even really in for mbappe but i'm saying like if you're talking about that level then no of course not of course not. they want to play Champions League every single year. Of course not. But I think in the in the long haul, I mean it's you know, it's a 2-year ban if it even gets upheld, after 2 years we're back in the Champions League. After 2 years we we 2 years is big in a player's 13-14 year career. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not, but what I am saying is that I don't think that I think that it would be very I mean, I don't think you're going to see oh the ban gets upheld and you're going to see like oh 15 players leave. That's not going to happen. Will players leave? Yeah. yeah, some players have different things in their contract based on Champions League performance. Mm-hmm. Some players will want to leave. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Do I think you're going to see a max as max mass exodus, and that City are going to become like this thin squad and they're going to just fall down the road? no.
1: On that note, I last thing I want to say, um, <laughs> there was talk about City potentially being dropped to League Two. Which I think is complete shit, but I I would love to see
0: Manchester City week
1: in week out play against those level teams.
0: You wouldn't see it. <laughs> I would love it. You wouldn't see it because they wouldn't broadcast it here in the states. I I would I'd, I'd go just to see to see a fifteen nil win.
1: I'd love that. It'd be boring. Now moving on from one plastic cash cow club to another, uh, Chelsea have just signed. <laughs> You hear what I said? No, yeah, okay. this was a
0: fantastic cool. joke. Yeah, thank you, thank it was you, very original. I appreciate that, yep. thank yep. you. Yep. Um, Chelsea
1: have signed Hakeem Ziak, yeah, for I think it was reported 45 million
0: euros. Um, no, 30, 35 I think it was 35. Okay, 35, um, euros and pounds always, yeah, I think yeah. it was 35. And uh, I mean, can you really blame Ziak? You know, he's done great at, at IX. I'm sad to see him go because I love. Ajax, but um, you know, he wants to win more. Yeah. And he'll boom. probably win the, the, the Premier League with Chelsea, honestly. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> but I mean, you know how those plastic cash cow clubs go. They just yeah, they win. win stuff nonstop. They win. Except for United.
1: <laughs> I want to say United. Well, never mind. No, it, I'm just talking shit, of course. But uh, it just goes to show there's so much appeal in playing in the Premier League. Uh, you know, your sponsorship money and your other endorsements outside of football are only going to go up if you're internationally broadcasted week in and week out, you know. Um, I think it's a great signing. You know, Zia can play centrally, also plays primarily on the wing, um, but he is the type of player that is definitely able to operate in all aspects of that final third. Um, And it feels like what they're missing.
0: I I think I think that Frank will probably play him as an attacking mid, as that 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 most forward midfielder, and I think that he's going to be extremely effective.
1: Definitely in front of a Chelsea and Kovačić or, uh, in front of a Conte Kovačić. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Or a Conte Jorginho. Um, Conte Kovačić ZX is a a nice midfield. That's a nice midfield.
1: It it has everything, really. You know. I'm just really interested in seeing what happens because I find Chelsea such an interesting side. I'm so hot and cold on them because they have some amazing pieces, but when, when they have a standard or an average player, that player just looks like shit next to everybody else. You know, I... Emerson is not the levels required, you know. No, they're
0: weak in the fullback areas. Don't. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, half
1: the time they're weak in the center back position. Yeah, Keppa is not looking anywhere near worth the seventy two million that they paid for
0: I mean, him. He was never going to look that good, but
1: it is what it interesting. Is. I uh,
0: think uh, another player that Chelsea is apparently in quote unquote advanced talks, mm-hmm. in signing is Jaden Sancho. So I think that you've got. Um, I think that if you've got Jaden Sancho coming in and Zia coming in in one window, then uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. In terms of attacking.
1: You know, I just saw today that uh, Jaden Sancho has equaled his total goal tally for last season. Uh, Last year, he had 14 goals, 12 assists. Now he's on 13 goals, 13 assists. And it's February. You know, um, the guy is definitely lighting it up. And I think there's less attention on him now. But it, no doubt he's got world class potential. United's been in for him. Uh, he's been linked everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want Jaden Sancho? You know, I th- very I think uh, we'll see how much he actually goes for. I've seen some of the quoted figures, and I'm like, okay, that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you start talking about 130 mil. Is he really worth 130 million? I think the market is starting to
1: adjust again. Uh, You know, ever since that, you know, Pogba 90 million euro transfer, uh, we've been seeing these exorbitant prices, Dembele, um, Neymar, you know, and it's been going like crazy. Now you're seeing the loan option to buy market. (laughs) And some of those victims have been James Rodriguez and Philip Coutinho, um, who end up being thrown on two-year loans, which is literally like going to another club. Um, And it's interesting to see what's going to happen. I don't think we're going to see that
0: many 150 plus Euro transfers. I don't think there are that many out there worth that kind of money anymore. I think we've seen a lot of what, you know, unless Neymar goes back to Barcelona, I think Mbappe definitely will be 150 plus. Neymar, Mbappe, I think if Messi were to move he
1: this summer, he'd be worth the 150, then the age would start being a contributing factor. Oh, I
0: believe that he'd actually be on the free. Per his contract. Per his contract in Barcelona? Yeah, per his contract, he'd actually get to leave on a free. Okay, so (laughs) the Ericsson one gone. I think Holland could be put on that list. Potentially, potentially. Jaden Sancho could be on that list. 150 plus later on in his career, maybe.
1: Uh, I think if he ends up having 30, 35 goal contributions by the end of the season as a winger, definitely.
0: Van Dyke? What am I
1: saying? He already is at the 30 mark.
0: Van Dyke? Van Dyke. If, Dyke, if there was if, any
1: center back to do it, it'd be him.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say, like, if Van Dyke was to leave this summer, he would go for that kind of money.
1: It, yes, I think we're talking about value, not necessarily how realistic it is. So oh, no, no, a lot of these, it yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, it's
0: all about the value that they bring.
1: Um, Bukayo Saka?
0: Okay. No, i kidding. <laughs> wow, absolutely not. Uh,
1: but yeah, no, it's interesting, there aren't that many top, top caliber players that are... In a position to move. No, not at all. So it's interesting what's going to happen in the market. Now,
0: um, Chiellini has come back and played less than six months after tearing his ACL. <laughs> Which uh, is just insane. Especially for somebody at his age. Like, you don't come back from that. at your, at.
1: Literally, Ibra and Chiellini have done it. But I feel like that's it. You know, you look at other players. Hector Bellerin took a, just over a year to kind of get back into form. Rob Holding is over the year mark. And he's still... Getting back into form. Right. Not that I think he was ever going to be a, you know, cemented starting player for Arsenal, but it does take a long time yeah. to recuperate.
0: Uh, you know, Laporte, Sane, both of them take an extra, you know, you know, they're back training now, but they're yep. still not going to be anywhere near their best. Not, soon. not in six months. Not anytime that's, soon, yeah. That's a recovery period that takes 12 months. It's insane that he's done that in six months at his age. It's absolutely insane.
1: It could also be a partial tear. You know, there's... A lot of medical things to look at we're not a medical podcast right, but it's it's great to see him because he's definitely a top caliber defender even at his age, and he deserves to be playing at this point in his career. Definitely. Simple as that Happy to see
0: now um on to a topic that i'm <laughs> I've been waiting for this one <laughs> a little passionate about yeah uh, because you know we both used to live in, in South Florida um. I used to live, you know, you used to live. Where were you at? Naples. Naples. You know, I was in, in Fort Lauderdale, Parkland area. So Inter-Miami is definitely our, you know, our MLS team. And there have been a lot of, a lot of uh, news swirling around this. So Inter-Milan are suing the MLS because of Inter-Miami's name. Yeah. So basically they came in, what was it maybe two years ago? Something like that. And they trademarked the term "Inter" in the United States for branding purposes. And so now that
1: uh, you're referring to Inter Milan,
0: Inter Milan uh, trademarked the the term "Inter," um, and now that Inter Miami is um, coming in with the name Inter Miami, you know, what I mean, they're they're basically saying, no, we don't, we are not going to stand for that. So, uh, so. There's been a lot of talks going on. There's been... Uh, they're in and out of court. I know that there's... I think Inter sent over something like six or seven lawyers to deal with this. So, like, they're serious. Which Inter? Bro, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, they're serious. I don't think that Inter Miami is going to... At this point, is going to really want to change their name and... You know what I'm saying? Like, they it's got a lot. this far through the process. So, they're the MLS's stance on this. And the reason that they're suing the MLS and not Inter Miami is because the MLS actually owns all of the teams. So they have to go through the MLS and not directly through Inter Miami. Um so the reason that I don't think um this is going to ha- this is going to happen in terms of them getting their way with with um having Inter Miami change their name is because you got to look how many how many dozens upon dozens of teams throughout the world have, have Inter or United, Sporting, United. City... How many like
1: clubs you, take
0: take inspiration from Barcelona and Real Madrid's exactly. badges, you know? Exactly. So I don't think that just because, you know, Europe did it doesn't mean you get to... Uh, yeah. I, I, you, no, know, I hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, but by law, they do own... 100%. Inter. And I don't think that it's... I don't, I don't think... I think that, that MLS will end up winning this battle, personally. It's going
1: to be interesting to see... Um, What's going to happen? So I did not let you know this beforehand, but um, we're going to play a little game. Pick your three alternative names for <laughs> the Miami MLS Club. We're going to cut right to this, but you've got a minute. Three alternative yeah,
0: names? Yeah, pick three names. Um, wow. Ew. Dude, I don't know. inter Miami just works. You're at about forty-five seconds left. I'm not gonna pick any alternative names. Come on, pick a name, dude. Uh, uh, three alternative. You're names. You're like that
1: asshole at a party that like corrects people. You pick
0: three internal. Uh, and int- uh, I've got them ready. I got them. No, no, I've got them ready. you, but we have to compare. But my thing is, you had you didn't even let me know. I could have came That's in. That's why. Okay. Right. I said
1: All right. All right. I didn't tell you this beforehand.
0: Okay. I- I'm gonna extend it by another. 30 seconds. I'm going to say... I'm just going to say... I'm going to say... Sporting Miami. Uh, I'm going to say... AS Miami. (laughs) How about ASS? (laughs) And I'm going to say... And I'm going to say... I already said Sporting Miami. I'm going to say... Jeez... Miami United.
1: The Miami Fuego. Like the Miami Heat, but in Spanish. Um, The uh, Miami Piranhas. Uh -uh. The lesser appreciated brothers of the Miami Dolphins. Uh
0: -uh. And uh, the Miami David Beckhams. He's a minority owner. <laughs> He's a minority owner in the team. Okay.
1: The bendit like
0: Beckham's done.
1: Ew. Done. They're from the bends. Can we move on? <laughs> hey, <laughs> can we? No, I think we're onto something here. I don't think so. MLS, hit us up.
0: Um, all right. Now, going into some of the games from this weekend, we wanted to talk about. Just quickly touch on the Amiens versus PSG game. You're fucking wild. Because there were eight goals. Wild. There were eight goals. So PSG were three 0 down yeah, and came back. Yeah. And then they came back four three and then let Amiens score the the, the equalizer. But uh, what a what a game. Crazy. What Crazy. Game. Fun
1: stuff. Um, <laughs> a lot of league on teams get a lot of hate for uh, being considered farmers, you know, nowhere near as competitive as PSG. Marseille are, what, 13 points behind PSG now? Which is not awful considering Manchester City are 20-something points behind Liverpool, you know? Um, and a lot of top talent comes from the French League, so stop sleeping on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, Spurs barely make it past Acer Villa.
1: Yeah, and you misspelled barely. <laughs>
0: I spelled Barley, but Barley.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it took a last minute, horrible, horrible mistake by uh, Aston Villa's center back. I forget his name. Uh, Lang? Lang, maybe? I don't know. But he was filling in for Tyrone Mings. And he had an error earlier that led to another Spurs goal. But this one's just awful. He butchered the clearance, and Human Son uh, was directly on the ball, got it past Pepe Reina. 3 2.
0: It was kind of sad to see. Like, I feel for the kid. I have I I have lost a lot of lust that I had for the Premier League. So, fuck it. Um, next up, do you do you want to talk about it? Are you um, okay? No, I'm not okay. <laughs> but what, what do you want to explain? Why I've lost a lot of oh, yeah. I mean the prim is over, man. It's not so nice you, when your teams not winning. No, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. I'd rather be in the position that Arsenal's in. You guys at least. No, 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 listen. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know, in terms of the poorly mismanaged club. I'm saying I'm saying in terms of you guys are fighting for something. You guys are fighting for Champions League spots. We're fighting for second place. I mean, you're in the Champions League.
1: You're in the FA Cup. Okay, but listen, you're listen, in the listen, to League what Cup listen to what I'm saying. Listen
0: to what I'm saying. Listen to what if if you know that you're not going to get first place and you know that you're not going to get dropped out of the Champions League zones, is that more interesting to watch that season, the rest of that season, or hey, we have 12 games to bust our ass and get fourth place.
1: It's not interesting, it's stressful. Okay. I work All a right. fucking week full. Okay. And I come home and I say, "Oh, my team's playing." And then I have to watch fucking Mustafi and David Luiz together.
0: It's not my fault.
1: And, and you say you want that.
0: I didn't say I, No, absolutely not. Did you not hear what I said? I didn't you say said, the poorly mismanaged club. I said in terms of league But position, that's what Arsenal is. The league position. I'm not, the about talk, the I'm not talking about the players. Bro, I'm not talking about the players. I'm not talking about the players. You can be
1: in 10th place with City, or you can be in 10th place with Arsenal. It's about the context. And a City in 10th place, you'd have no problem getting back up. Arsenal?
0: You were in 10th place two weeks ago. And we're still in 10th place. Are you? Oh, this is so interesting. I didn't realize that you were. I thought you were closer to top four. Fuck off. Go ahead. Talk about Arsenal versus Newcastle. We won 4-0.
1: And it was uh, 0-0 at halftime, four second-half goals. Uh, Martinelli didn't play. Lacazette was uh, benched, came on, finally scored a goal, uh, which he butchered. But it somehow... (laughs) came off great. Um Pepe had a goal to assist. Ozo had a goal. Bukayo Saka had an assist. And yeah, it's nice.
0: I didn't watch the game. I decided to watch the first Lord of the Rings instead. So
1: Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Movie review podcast
0: incoming. It, <laughs> it was a good long. it's a good trilogy. It was very long. I yeah. uh, found myself fighting to stay awake at some But you know, I I
1: mean, Return of the Kings is three hours, two minutes, or 20 minutes, or something like that. Did you like the movie?
0: I mean, it was alright. Oh, wow. Have you seen the
1: other ones? Not yet. Oh, it's good. You're gonna, I think you'll like it.
0: No, so uh, one of my friends or co workers, rather, we were actually talking about Lord of the Rings, and I had mentioned that I'd never seen it. and He was like, Oh, here, you know, the next day, he brought me his three, you know, set of the trilogy, DVDs, or whatnot. Um, so I decided to, you know, actually watch it like you do when a friend recommends you to watch something. How's that, um, how's that second episode of Westworld coming? Mm. How How long ago did no, I In I, my how, defense- how, Wait, wait, it, can it, I it, ask it you stop, a question?
1: Stop recording. No, it didn't. It made the sound.
0: Bro. Okay. The camera died. So, this is the outro. <laughs>
1: Bye. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, uh. Uh, definitely make sure to check out our Famous League. Uh, as you guys know, winner gets $50. Um, and the winner's not going to be us. So, yeah. It's it's bad news, Bears. Yeah. Twitter, at It's Called Football USA.
0: Or, I'm sorry, no. at Called Football. Yep, there we go. And then, It's Called Football USA on Instagram. And then, It's Called Football literally everywhere else. So, make sure to follow us. Leave a comment. Like, subscribe. It'll to whoever
1: help. unsubscribed. We're watching. We, we saw that. We know. Bye.